Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of This Week in History. We are looking at April 2nd to April 8th, and we are brought to you this week by our friends at CoolBet, who are sponsoring us with the Scumbags Prediction League. Get your bets in, or get your predictions in, should I say, for this week's WrestleMania before 6 o'clock on April 10th and 11th, so you can uh, be part of the Prediction League and win the championship title at the end of the season. Go to our Facebook page to find out more details, and we even have a Facebook page uh, dedicated to the Scumbags Prediction League. So check us out, send us a message, uh, and you can get more details, but Cool Bets is our great sponsor in that, and they also sponsor all of our shows from now on as part of that. And I want to thank you for joining us, because it is Thursday at noon, and hopefully you're watching this on YouTube, or on Facebook, and uh, you, if you're not watching us during those times at uh, noon on Thursdays, hopefully you're listening to us later on on Stitcher, Spotify, our hit radio, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. We are part of the Ontario Independent Broadcasting Network and the Genres Podcast Network in the UK. Now that we got all that out of the way, I hope you're also enjoying, enjoying WrestleMania week. We've already seen the Hall of Fame on uh, Tuesday, the last... Uh, Raw leading up to WrestleMania and everything involving that. We've also seen night number one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And later on tonight is going to be part two of Stand and Deliver on the network. So a lot has already happened uh, for WrestleMania week. And we still have, as I said, Stand and Deliver, SmackDown, which is going to be like some of the matches from WrestleMania that aren't going to make it on WrestleMania that probably should have. And then two nights of WrestleMania. So we got a lot uh, going on for uh, wrestling uh, watching on TV. But we're here to talk about history. Uh, and we have a lot of WrestleManias to get through. But can't do that without Jonesy in Niagara Falls. Jonesy, after that long intro, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. And I definitely will not be doing any history uh, starting from this point on, because there's too much, too many events going on. My God. What do you mean you won't be doing history from this point on? Well, I mean, as far as from, <laughs> from 2021 on. Oh, okay. You know, that the, the, the new age stuff, I mean, it would be, you know, April 2nd. Well, let's see on the first part of SmackDown, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I understand. I can't even I can't even imagine the amount of extra things that are going to be happening that happened and people look back 20, 30 years from now. Wow. Yeah. A lot well, of stuff to sift through. Yeah, just even looking at this week alone, uh, as part of that, uh, when you eventually get to 2021, uh, hopefully the show is lasting long enough that it becomes part of history to look at. But it's like 22 hours ish of wrestling. I'm not sure if that's including uh, MLW, Ring of Honor, Impact, and AEW. But with everything of WWE, it's like oh, nine. all the le- all the leeches that are leeching off of WrestleMania's popularity. Well, that too. But we definitely have nine days straight of wrestling, going from the kick, uh, the go home show of Raw, all the way to the post uh takeover of nxt 
next Tuesday. So crazy. Buckle up your seatbelt. War of attrition. See who's last man standing. And if you can make it through it with also not getting a uh, divorce uh, decree uh, <laughs> handed to you, uh, good luck to all wrestling fans. I'm going to see uh, how I can get through it all myself with the, the wife uh, getting too angry at me. But at the same time, thankfully, I have a PVR. So we're going to get through all those hours, but we'll maybe not be doing it all live. Uh, anyways, we are talking about this week in history and if you're ready to go i I am we're starting with april 2nd going all the way to the 8th 32 years ago hey guess what wwf presented wrestlemania 5 uh even though this wrestlemania had a high buy rate wrestling observer newsletter readers were not impressed and they voted it the worst wrestling show of 89. I disagree with that, but I can see why this one is maybe not that popular. Um, WrestleMania five, of course the tagline was the mega powers explode. Uh, the excitement leading up to this, the probably one of the best Saturday night main events, uh, that happened. Just so many things that happened in this one. Uh, April 2nd, 1989 from Atlantic city, the second year, year in a row from the Jim Whalen Boardwalk Hall with almost 19,000 people in attendance. Uh, The special guests were Run DMC, uh, which they did the WrestleMania rap. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, was there and Morton Downey Jr. Uh, The special refs, uh, Big John Studd for the Jake versus Andre match. And Sean, I'll turn it over to you for the card. Yeah, um, I can kind of see why people were disappointed in it uh depending on what they were looking for to be honest uh obviously WWE has uh expanded over the years and now they're in stadiums and doing the showcase of the immortals even bigger than ever but you know if you were a tag team uh fan this was a card worth uh, looking at and in all honesty it was pretty much a card built on one match the mega powers exploding. And so that did have like 14 matches on it, which is kind of insane. Uh, and the runtime was not uh, the seven to eight hours that you get uh, nowadays when they can uh, squish all that in. But we saw Hercules Hernandez uh, or Hercules uh, defeating King Haku. The Twin Towers, uh, uh, Akeem Bosman defeated the Rockers in their uh, WrestleMania debut. Brutus Beefcake beat Ted DiBiase, or actually, sorry, they uh, ended in a double countout. The Bushwalkers defeated the uh, Fabulous Rougeau brothers with Jimmy Hart. Mr. Perfect uh, defeated the Blue Blazer, and people realized that that was Owen Hart later on. Axe and Smash Demolition defeated the Powers of Pain and Mr. Fuji to retain the WWE Tag Team Champions. Dino Bravo defeated Ronnie Garvin. The Brain Busters defeated Strike Force. I liked both these teams. I was happy to see Rick Martel come back, but then Tito hit him with the forearm. Rick was uh, having the effects of it and then brushed him off and walked away, turning heel and eventually becoming the uh, model. Jake Roberts and Andre uh, went, well, Jake beat Andre by disqualification when uh, Andre went after Big John Studd. And the Hart Foundation defeated Greg Valentine and Honky Tonk Man. This was before they became Rhythm and Blues. Uh, that was the following year that they were Rhythm and Blues officially and doing the uh, 
hunka hunka hunky love, which we'll probably talk about later <laughs> on. Uh, Rick Rude uh, defeated Ultimate Warrior thanks to Bobby Heenan holding down Warrior's foot and becoming the IC champion. Bad News Brown and Duggan ended in a double DQ. Uh, Red Rooster defeated Bobby Heenan in a singles match, and Hogan defeated Randy Savage with Elizabeth uh, in a neutral corner to become the WWE champion, WWF champion. And, uh, yeah, so then right after that's when actually Sherry hooked up with uh, Macho Man. Yep, and, and you know, you look at you look at the card, all those people that are in on that card, a good chunk of them would be in WCW just a few years later. Yeah, and well, surprisingly enough, there's not a lot of people who have passed away in this card either. Uh, a lot of uh, cards that you look at, uh, they are, oh, well, no, now that I'm looking closer, uh, large, <laughs> about half the, half the card has uh, passed away and is doing their own heavenly WrestleMania now. Yes, and I, I do look forward to going to heaven to watch Heaven WrestleMania. Uh, 32 years ago, uh, NWA presented Clash of the Champions 4. Or sorry, no, that's uh, 6, I believe. Uh, Raging Cajun. This event was on the same day as WrestleMania 5. It was at the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. It didn't go so well for the NWA as they hoped, as just uh, 5,300 were in attendance at the Superdome. And, hey, the Superdome holds over 76,000 for football. Yikes. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Bart City Club, Mike Rotunda, and Steve Williams defeated the Road Warriors to win the NWA World Tag Team Championships. Ranger Ross defeated the Iron Sheik by DQ. Wow, the Iron Sheik really fell real quick once he left WWE. Uh, Ricky Steamboat defeated Ric Flair 2-1 in a best-of-three falls match to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Well, to be honest, when you talk about uh, Sheik falling from grace, they actually didn't want him there for a while because they found out um, how broken down he was. And they messed up, and his contract rolled over for another year, and so they had to keep on paying him at home. Well, good for the Sheik. Oh, yeah. 23 years ago, WWF presented WrestleMania 9. Uh, WrestleMania 9, of course. Well, wait a minute. Oh, not 9. This is 11. I'm getting, I'm getting my uh, Roman numerals mixed up today. Uh, there was no tagline for this one. Uh, the date was April 2nd, 1995. It happened in Hartford, Connecticut at the Hartford Civic Center with just over 16,000 people in attendance. The na national anthem uh, was Kathy Huey, who was a special Olympian, and the special guests, Sultan Peppa sang What a Man prior to Bam Bam Bigelow's match versus uh, Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the timekeeper um, in the match. Diesel versus Sean and Bob Ryder, who was an internet, uh, internet interview with Diesel and Michaels. And uh, accompanied to the ring, of course, Jenny McCarthy Carthy accompanied Michaels to the ring. And Pamela Anderson accompanied Diesel to the ring. And the football players in this one were Ken Norton Jr., Chris Spellman, Ricky Jackson, Carl Banks, Reggie White, and Steve McMichael, who, of course, would go to the WCW only a couple of years later. Of course, uh, these guys were just at ringside for the big main event. And the special refs were Rowdy Roddy Piper for the Hart vs. Backland match. 
Larry Young of uh, the MLB um, uh, ump, one of the umps in the American League, was the um, Undertaker versus Bundy match, and Pat Patterson uh, refereed the Bam Bam versus Taylor. And if you'd like to go down the card on this one. Yeah, sure. Um, so Allied Powers, Lex Luger, and British Bulldogs started off the event taking on the Blue uh, Brothers, or Jacob and Eli Blue later on. Harris Twins, Skull and Eight Ball, any incarnation that you recall them as being. Uh, they Allied Powers defeated them. They were accompanied by Uncle Zebekaya or Dutch Mantel. Razor Ramon with one, two, three kid defeated uh, Jeff Jarrett uh, by disqualification, and that was for the IC title. Undertaker uh, defeated King Kong Bundy, and that's where Larry Young, as you said, was special guest referee, and he apparently wanted to do his whole uh, umpire thing with the you're out uh, type mm-hmm. deal, but that uh, kind of <laughs> fell on deaf ears uh, with being able to do that. So uh, kind of interesting because uh, other than that, I don't understand why a baseball umpire needed to be in Bundy and Undertaker. That was just weird. Owen Hart and Yokozuna uh, defeated the Smoking Guns to uh, take the tag team titles. Uh, Owen was to introduce Yoko as his surprise tag team partner in that one. Bret Hart defeated Bob Backlund in the I Quit match with Piper as a special guest referee. And it was kind of weird because I hate whenever Piper was part of an I Quit match because he'd always had the microphone and I almost made it about him because all you heard was him. Do you give up? Do you, what do you say? What? And then it was some garbled, God knows what supposedly came out of Backlund's mouth that uh, ended the uh, fight between the two. Diesel uh, retained his championship over uh, Shawn Michaels. Said Vicious got kicked out of ringside. Uh, originally, Pam Anderson was supposed to accompany uh, Shawn because he won the Royal Rumble. But then next thing you know, she's with Diesel. Jenny McCarthy, another Playboy model. Uh, came out with Sean, but then Diesel ended up walking out with everybody, including Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And for <laughs> whatever reason, Lawrence Taylor beat Bam Bam Bigelow, and that was your main event in this card that was only seven matches uh, in length. If people are going to complain about WrestleMania Five, they need to complain about this one as being uh, even worse, because I'm looking at the total times here, and you got... Everything is under uh, 13 minutes except for the uh, world title match, which was 20 minutes. And only three matches went over 10 minutes in total, including the uh, title match. So imagine all the filler that they put in this just to extend it for like a three-hour show. Yeah, when you do look at the times of matches, even... Today is WrestleMania. When you look at the the times that the matches go for, a lot of you're you're like, wow, there's a lot of filler in wrestling. Um, you know that this WrestleMania wasn't that bad. Uh, the Bret Hart Backlund match I thought was pretty good, and I'm telling you, even though that main event was strange, that that was the main event. It felt like a main event match. Just the feel that they had going with all the people on the outside, and the fact that. Uh, God, I forgot his name now. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor did actually a really good job for someone 
that we hadn't seen in the ring before. So, you know, my hat goes off to him and Bam Bam Bigelow because that could have been one hell of a disaster and the match itself was actually good. Yeah, he uh, uh, Taylor actually did put some effort in, so it wasn't just a... Yeah, and uh, it's surprising that he didn't really do any more wrestling after that because it did go over well as far as his in-ring ability. We're going to move on, though, because we got a lot more WrestleManias coming up. But before <laughs> then, uh, 23 years ago, WCW uh, presented the internet-only pay-per-view listen event, Malice at the Palace, from the Ice Palace in Tampa, Florida. This was the first of three audio-only events WCW did in 98. On that show that you wouldn't have seen but heard, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Bubba the Love Sponge defeated the Texas Hangman. Ultimo Dragon defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. via submission, and Stink defeated Hulk Hogan in a steel cage match to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. That was worth it. And hey, yes. 15 years ago today, WrestleMania 22 happened. The tagline for this one was Big Time, uh, April 2nd, 2006, at the Rosemont. Illinois All-State Arena with oh, just a little over 17,000 people in attendance. National Anthem was sung by um, Michelle William from Destiny's Child and uh, the musical guests were P.O.D. for Mysterio's entrance and uh, the rest is for you there, Sean, to go through. Yeah, so they had a uh, uh, Battle Royal as the pre-show with Viscera uh, last eliminating Snitsky to get the uh, win there, but the Battle Royal only lasted six minutes. Weird. Uh, Big wow. Show and Kane uh, were the tag team champions and they retained them against Carlito and Chris Masters. Uh, Rob Van Dam defeated Bobby Lashley, Finley, Matt Hardy, Ric Flair, and Shelton Benjamin in a Money in the Bank ladder match. JBL uh, with Jillian Hall by his side defeated Chris Benoit uh, to win the United States Championship. Edge with Lita defeated uh, Mick Foley in a hardcore uh, match, which I believe if you go on WWE Network right now, there is actually a behind-the-scenes uh, video uh, with them uh, and everything that led up to that one. Uh, definitely worth uh, looking at. I know I need to uh, check it out myself. Uh, Boogeyman defeated Booker T and Charmel. It was, was an intergender two-on-one handicap match, and Charmel got worms dumped on her and everything. Mm -hmm. I got for, uh, freaked out by that. Mickey James defeated uh, Trish Giles for the uh, WD Women's Championship, and that one had to be censored a bit because of what Mickey James ended up doing with Trish at the end. Well, if you can find the actual footage, go for it, but if not, well, sorry about your luck. Uh, the Undertaker defeated Mark Henry in a casket match. I'm happy that they started going, uh, putting Undertaker you know, against smaller guys because his matches got way better in the years to come after this. Uh, Shawn Michaels defeated Mr. McMahon in a Holtz Bard match. Uh, there's the Crimson Mask of Vince, the garbage can on him as Shawn comes off the ladder through a table into Vince. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeated Randy Orton and Kurt Angle uh, to take Kurt Angle's. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship in a triple threat match, and he did it for Eddie. Tori Wilson defeated Candice Michelle in a Playboy pillow fight match, and John Cena retained the WD Championship, defeating Triple H by submission. So it's uh, two years, 
well, a couple of years that uh, Triple H ended up uh, submitting uh, to people because at 20, he did it to Benoit as well. Mm-hmm. And moving 14 years ago, hey, guess what? WrestleMania 23, uh, April 1st, 2007. It happened in Detroit, Michigan at Ford Field, uh, which was the former home of, and now it's escaping me, Google that. Uh, over 80,000 people were there. Of course, that was disputed. Uh, Aretha Franklin was back to sing The American the Beautiful, uh, as only she could. The special guests were Donald Trump and Tara Cooner, who was a Miss USA 2006 model. And, Sean, you got the matches. Uh, not at the moment, because that's not... No, well, I can, I can go through with what I have. Um, yeah. The U.S. title, we had Chris Benoit, who was the champion, defeated uh, MVP. Mr. Kennedy defeated CM Punk, Edge, Finley, Jeff Hardy, King and King Booker, and Matt Hardy. Oh, geez, and Randy Orton, apparently, in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Actually, that's probably... Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Yep. I was there. Yep, I was there. Okay. Oh, you were. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, WWE, <laughs> WWE belt. Uh, John Zena defeated and retained his belt against Shawn Michaels by submission. And Shawn Michaels has actually submitted twice at WrestleMania's. Uh, CM Punk was uh, one of the gangsters down the aisle for the Zena entrance. And the special match was hair versus hair. Bobby Lashley with Donald Trump defeating Umanga with Armando Elgin. Genro Estrada. I didn't watch it at this time. Uh, and Mr. McMahon. And of course, the Lumberjill match, uh, Melina defeated Ashley. 14 years ago on Raw, John Cena and Shawn Michaels last eliminated King Booker and Finley to win a tag team battle royal and retain the World Tag Team Championship. Immediately, immediately thereafter, a second tag team battle royal was ordered for the titles with the Hardy Boys last eliminating Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch to win the titles. Uh, Michaels intentionally eliminated Xena from the match, costing them the titles. Nine years ago on Raw, Brock Lesnar returns to the WWE after an eight-year absence. Hard to believe it's been that long already that he came back. In his first act back with the company, he F-finds John Xena setting up a bout between the two at Extreme Rules a few weeks later. Also returning to the WWE on the show is Matt Bloom, formerly known as A-Train in 2004. He was a very successful wrestler in Japan, winning the GHC and IWGP Tag Team Championships as Giant Bernard. His new name and gimmick in the WWE is Lord Tenzai, and it flops instantly as he is revealed to be A-Train from the WWE as soon as he takes off his mask. Uh, I tell you, why did they bother with this, with the mask in the first place, when they revealed who he was in the first show that he came back on? I, I thought the, the build-up was great, he looked great, then they show who he is. If they would have done what they did with Kane, it might have actually worked. Yeah, probably uh, would have been a lot better. Uh, build him up as a uh, monster and then surprise everybody uh, later on on uh, who he actually was. Yeah, because the Prince Albert gimmick, I'm sorry, was one of the worst gimmicks of all time, in my opinion, at least for me, uh, where the tens, it looked cool, but 
and killed it instantly. Uh, five years ago in Texas, Shimmer uh, Women's Athletes presented Shimmer Volume 80. Uh, this show was a one-night tournament to crown the first ever Heart of Shimmer champion, which would be their secondary title. It was a 12-woman single elimination tournament with a three-way elimination final. In the final, Nicole Savoy defeated Candice LeRae and Heidi Loveplace in a three-way dance to become the first Heart of Shimmer champion. On that card, Ontario's own Cherry, own cherry Bomb lost in the first round. April 3rd, 39 years ago in Tokyo, Riki Koshu defeated uh, Tatsumi Fujinami to win the WWF International Heavyweight Championship. 28 years ago, Don Morocco defeated the Sandman to win the Eastern Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. And 22 years ago, ECW presented CyberSlam 99 from Philly. On the card were Taka Michinoku defeating Papi Chulo. Taz defeated Chris Candido to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. And Mr. Mustafa and the Dudley Boys defeated Axel Rotten, Balls Mahoney, and New Jack in an Ultimate Jeopardy steel cage match. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is on the WD Network. They did post, uh, I thought, all of the uh, pay-per-views, so definitely uh, worth uh, checking out. Uh, looks some, like some interesting matches. Especially uh, mm -hmm. that last one with the steel cage match with anything with new uh, new um, Jack in it. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, 21 years ago on Raw is War from L.A., Eddie Guerrero defeated Chris Jericho to win the WWF European Championship. And on that same night, Crash Holly defeated Hardcore Holly to regain the WWF Hardcore Championship. 20 years ago at a SmackDown taping, Triple H defeated Chris Jericho to win the WWF IC belt. 17 years ago in Delaware, Christopher Daniels defeated Austin Aries to win the East Coast Wrestling Association's annual Super 8 tournament and became the first two-time tournament winner. Oh, look at all the people there. 12 years ago, WWE presented WrestleMania 21. This time, WrestleMania went Hollywood. Uh, of course, we could go on about some of the great, and you can find them on YouTube, of course, all the great vignettes that they did for this one. Uh, it was on April 3rd, 2005, from Los Angeles, California, at the Staples Center, with over 20,000 people there. Uh, the national anthem was sung by WWE's own Lillian Garcia. Special guests were Rowdy Piper, Stone Cold, and Hulk Hogan. And the musical guest was Motorhead playing the game. And, Sean, you've got the card. Yeah, uh, so the pre-show had Booker T winning uh, the Battle Royal at that time. Uh, last eliminating Chris Masters. At least this Battle Royal lasted over 11 minutes. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero started off the uh, night uh, for the pay-per-view with Ray defeating Eddie in a singles match. Edge defeated Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Christian, uh, Kane, and Shelton Benjamin for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Undertaker defeated Randy Orton uh, in a singles match. Trish Stratus retained her uh, championship over Christy Hemi, who had Lita in her corner. Kurt Angle defeated Shawn Michaels by submission. 
in the, the match of the night, obviously, and it was 27 minutes uh, in length, the longest match of the whole thing. Uh, Aki Bono uh, defeated Big Show in a uh, sumo match that uh, yeah, we don't want to see Big Show ever again in that uh, Mishawa or whatever they uh, call it, the gear for uh, sumo matches. Uh, John Cena defeated uh, JBL for the WWE Championship, and Batista defeated Triple H uh, to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And the buildup for that one with the thumbs up, thumbs down, contract signing, yeah, really good lead up to it. And as you mentioned, a lot of the uh, vignettes uh, with the fact that they went Hollywood are worth watching, including uh, the Braveheart one with Triple H and uh, Ric Flair. The uh, when Harry met Sally uh, version with uh, Kurt Angle and Christy Hemme, and yes. uh, then the multiple people doing Taxi Driver, yeah, so many uh, classics in there. Uh, even Eddie and Booker doing uh, uh, what was it? Pulp Fiction. Yeah, for a time there, WWF and WWE put out some great between vignettes and commercials. They won some awards for all that stuff. I put them right up there with McDonald's for uh, having memorable commercials. Uh, 15 years ago on Raw from Chicago, the Spirit Squad, Kenny and Mikey, defeated the Big Show and Kane to win the World Tag Team Championship. Uh, the Spirit Squad's five members under the Freebird rule would hold the titles for a total of seven months. Ten years ago, WWE presented WrestleMania 27. Uh, the tagline was the biggest WrestleMania ever, April 3rd, 2011, at the in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Georgia Dome, with over 71,600 people there. Uh, the Rock hosted this one. Uh, of course, this end of it leads up to the next WrestleMania. Um, some good planning. National Anthem was R&B singer Curry Hilson. Uh, and Sean, it's to you. Yeah, okay. So we're looking at that. There was actually two dark matches uh, that happened that we didn't unfortunately get to see. Uh, Sheamus defeated uh, Daniel Bryan. Or that, sorry, that ended in a no contest. And it was a lumberjack match for the U.S. Championship. That wasn't the uh, only time they ended up meeting against each other at a WrestleMania, but this was their first time. Greg Kelly won uh, the Battle Royal that year by last eliminating Sheamus, because I guess obviously Sheamus and Daniel went into that Battle Royal after their no contest. The main show started off with Edge uh, retaining his championship over Alberto Del Rio, and um, the next night he had to give up the uh, championship. So uh, that's why things are so important for this weekend, being 10 years since that happened. Cody Rhodes uh, defeated Rey Mysterio. Big Show, Kane, and Kofi uh, Kingston, along with Santino Morella, defeated The Core, which was Ezekiel Jackson, Heath uh, Slater, Justin Gabriel, and Wade Barrett in an eight-man tag team match. Randy Orton defeated CM Punk in a singles match. Michael Cole with Jack Swagger defeated Jerry Lawler by disqualification in a really horrible match that was refereed by uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, that's basically your washroom break. Uh, I feel sorry for Jerry Lawler, but that being his WrestleMania moment. Undertaker defeated Triple H by submission in an no holds barred match. 
This was their second of three uh, matches that they would have at WrestleMania. John Morrison, uh, Snooki, and Trish Stratus defeated Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool in a mixed uh, tag uh, match. And The Miz, thanks to some interference by The Rock, defeated John Cena to retain the WWE Championship. And people would probably need it hard to believe that The Miz was main eventing WrestleMania at one time, and it was 10 years ago. Yep, and it's funny. A lot of these guys had big matches at the beginning of their careers and then never quite got back to that again. Uh, So five years ago, we had another WrestleMania, and that was number 32. Uh, We're not going to go super down to this one because it wasn't that long ago this one happened. Uh, The attendance was a record for the company, even if you took out the workers, etc., that were counted, and it grossed $17.3 million in ticket revenue, a record at the time for all pro wrestling. It also was voted uh, worst major wrestling show by Wrestling Observer newsletter readers and given the wrestle crap gooker award that year um sean do you think it was that bad well it was bad enough that we took it out of our list for our uh, uh 32 of th- uh, 36 wrestlemanias but you know uh considering some of the things that were in it i'll just quickly run down the results uh as i bring them up uh, results there we go. Uh, the uh, pre-show saw Kalisto uh, defeat Ryback uh, for the United States Championship. He uh, retained it. There was also a uh, Team Total Divas, uh, which had Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, Eva Marie, Natalia, and Paige defeating Team Bad and Blonde, which is Emma, Lana, uh, Naomi, Summer Rae, and Tamina by submission. Uh, uh, the Usos uh, were also on the uh, pre-show, and they defeated the Dudley Boys uh, in a tag team match. The main card started off with Zack Ryder defeating uh, Kevin Owens, who was the current IC champion. Dolph Ziggler, Miz, Sami Zayn, Sin Cara, and uh, Stardust to become the Intercontinental Champion. Chris Jericho defeated AJ Styles. The League of Nations... Alberto, Del Rio, Rusev, and Sheamus, uh, who had King Barrett in their corner, defeated The New Day in a six-man tag team match. Brock Lesnar had Heyman by his side, defeating uh, Dean Ambrose in a no-holds-barred street fight, which was actually a pretty horrible match. Uh, Charlotte, who had Ric Flair by her side, uh, defeated Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks in a triple threat to crown the first uh, women's champion, they actually had Lita out there earlier uh, in the uh, show, and they revealed the new women's uh, championship, which we see today with the uh, big W, and they got rid of the Divas title. And so basically, Charlotte retained, but also was given the new uh, title that night. Undertaker defeated Shane McMahon in probably one of the better matches that people still uh, think about as being a really good third half hour. Uh, it went Shane doing a crazy jump off the uh, uh, Hell in a Cell, which was Shane going to jump off this year. That's pretty much the big thing of what he does every year. Was he going to jump off of even though he's 51? And Baron Corbin uh, won by last eliminating Kane to win the Andre the Giant 
uh, Memorial Battle Royal. The Rock defeated Eric Rowan in like six seconds. And the main event saw Roman Reigns defeating Triple H uh, for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, uh, the Undertaker-Shane McMahon match, uh, what I don't like about Shane McMahon's, a lot of his matches, especially this one, is, yes, he still it still takes balls to do what he does, but the fact that he tried to kind of recreate McFoley's um, fall from the cage, but Foley didn't have the a, uh, um, a dummy table set up that had airbags under it and everything. Uh, and to me, that was just like, yes, it looks cool, but you can tell it's a stunt and not an actual quote, quote, um, flu, a uh, uh, kind of surprising thing with Mick Foley because that was like, again, the, there was no fake table that happened. And when you try to recreate, it was trying to recreate something that is unrecreatable unless you get a guy like um, the uh, crazy monkey from uh, Japan there. He could probably do that and uh, uh, survive. But uh, yeah. I just, I wish Shane would stop trying to do these big, huge falls. I think he's talented enough for not being a full-time wrestler. Just stop trying to recreate a big moment every time. Yeah, I agree, and it's less dramatic when you see the extra that's there. Yes. April 4th, 36 years ago in South Carolina, Jack and Jerry Briscoe defeat Wahoo McDaniel and Mark Youngblood to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. That's what a real tag team looks like, folks. Uh, hairy chests, uh, messy hair, and uh, decent physiques, but not crazy. Uh, 28 years ago, WWF presented WrestleMania 9. Hope I got this one right. Yes, I did. Uh, this was the first WrestleMania to take place in an outdoor venue. The show was the debut of Jim Ross, who came over after a buyout of his WCW deal. Um, WrestleMania 9's tagline was the world's largest hoga party. I did some looking into that. What was or is the world's largest hoga party? UQU, University of Queensland Union, and QUT, Queensland University of Technology, got a guild, held the record for largest toga party through Guinness. Approximately 3,700 people um, were dressed up in togas. There's no solid number on this, but Guinness does recognize that they have the record at the moment. Um, this one, of course, happened in uh, Paradise, Nevada. Um, of course, they advertise it as Las Vegas, Nevada, because people would go, where the hell is Paradise, Nevada? It's actually an unincorporated town in Nevada. It contains McCarran International Airport, University of Las Vegas, and most of the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, the host uh, was Grilla Monsoon. The ring announcer, of course, was Finkus Maximus. Uh, the referees were Bill Alfonso, uh, Dan Danny Davis, Earl Hebner, and Joey Morella. And the national anthem was sung by uh, Deanna Carroll. And the canceled match was Bam Bam Bigelow versus Kamala. And if I'm not, I'm, I imagine they still have it up if you go. In uh, the casino in Caesars, they have a huge um, uh, picture of 
this WrestleMania in in around the slot machines. I'm sure they moved it by now, but well, did not know that. But you you have been to Las Vegas. Yes, I I went there and actually went to where this where they set up the arena. Uh, the only part that's kind of there looks more like a parking structure, and that's about where they did it. Yeah, it was a different setup for sure. And I like I think it's idea. one of their best looking WrestleManias. Uh, like the yes, the card was had some shit in it, but it also had some decent stuff. Yeah, uh, so I'll run down that uh, card. Uh, you see a lot of the pictures that are on there. Uh, the dark match was Tio Santana uh, keeping up his streak of uh, being every WrestleMania at that point, uh, defeating Papa Shango. Then the main card started with Tatanka, who has Sherry in his corner, defeating Shawn Michaels uh, by countout. Shawn was the Intercontinental Champion at the time. Luna Vachon made her uh, debut at that point. So you, they were gearing up for Sherry and uh, Luna, and this was after uh, Shawn had turned on Sherry, and she was seeking revenge at that point, but not much came of it afterwards. The Steiner brothers were in WWE at the time, and they took on the Head Shrinkers. Which is a great match if you watch it. Really good match, yep. Uh, Rikishi was a lot smaller, or Batu was a lot smaller <laughs> at that point. Doink the Clown uh, defeated Crush, and that's where you saw um, Skinner uh, being the other Doink out there. And them doing the mirror image thing. Razor Ramon defeated Bob Backlund, and people really just did not care about Bob Backlund and started cheering Razor, and I think that started the pathway to Razor becoming a uh, face because they knew they had something going on there. Money Inc., Ted DiBiase, and Erwin R. Scheister, who were the tag team champions, defeated the Mega Maniacs, Hogan Beefcake, by disqualification. Uh, Beefcake and Hogan started tossing around uh, DiBiase's money again, and uh, they found out there was a brick also in the uh, briefcase at that one. Lex Luger, who was doing the narcissist gimmick, uh, defeated Mr. Perfect, and that's when they were looking at his uh, loaded forearm, but then later on, uh, Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels ended up getting into a brawl backstage, setting up their feud eventually. Undertaker defeated Giant Gonzalez by disqualification, and thankfully the streak was not uh, prominent at that time, even though it did exist. Because I don't know if they'd have Taker win by DQ if they knew the importance of what the streak was going to be. But they had the whole chloroform rag that knocked him out and stuff like that. Kind of crazy. And really good entrance for Undertaker. He had the uh, yes. chariot and the uh, Black Crow or Buzzard uh, with him. I, I will say I'm surprised that WWE has yet, especially with all these outdoor shows, that they haven't done in a release of like a whole shitload of crows. I think that would be just amazing, especially the stages they build. They could have them all in sections. Yikes. Yeah, be quite the visual. Uh, then, of course, uh, Bret Hart defeated Yokozuna for the uh, WWF Championship. Uh, if you listen to Bret Hart's stories about it, apparently it got cut short because Yoko got winded. And you can, uh, if you go by Bret's story, I guess it, it was supposed to go longer when he had the sharpshooter on uh, Yokozuna, and Fuji wasn't supposed to throw the salt when he was. But then he took his time to get over there because he didn't wasn't ready for it, and Bret got hit with the salt. 
They uh, they uh, Yoko get the victory, and then uh, they challenged Hogan, who came down to protect Brett, and uh, took the title a minute and twenty eight seconds later. Um, backstory on that: whether or not uh, Brett was supposed to also get a match against Hogan at SummerSlam in exchange for this, we'll never know for sure because one story says yes, one story says no, but Hogan would eventually drop it. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, I'm not sure if Brad Hart, when he did this, was was saying "get the fuck away, Hogan" or "go get him, Hogan." You know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-three, oh, twenty-seven years ago in Hiroshima, Japan, uh, Tatsumi Fujinami defeated Shinya Hashimoto. Oh, I almost had it. Hashimoto to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for a fifth time. 23 years ago in Buffalo, RBD defeated Bam Bam Bigelow to win the ECW World Television Championship. Van Dam would hold the championship for an even 700 days before vacating the belt due to injury. <clears throat> 21 years ago, Shawn Michaels comes out of retirement for one match to win the Texas Alliance Championship, defeating Venom in a street fight. He would soon surrender the title. That match is actually available on YouTube. Um, oh, yeah, that's how I ended up getting this picture because trying to find it was uh, crazy to uh, do so. And he gets cut open hard way in that it's a uh, brawl with a lot of weapons. You wouldn't have known that he was actually retired uh, with his back injury, but TWA was his uh, wrestling school. So leave it to the booker to take the zone. But at least he gave it up and didn't, you know, go with it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ten years ago, WWE signs Jonathan Good, a.k.a. John Moxley, of Dragon Gate USA and ZZW fame. He would be renamed Dean Ambrose in the WWE. Ten years ago on Raw from Hotlanta, The Rock and John Cena agreed to a match at WrestleMania 28, one day after WrestleMania 27. This is the first time a main event for a WrestleMania would be announced one year in advance. On the same show, Sin Cara makes his WWE debut, uh, doing a run-in following Sheamus defeating Daniel Bryan to retain the WWE United States Championship. Sin Cara would do a rough trampoline bounce into the ring and a stutter step until he delivered a great kick to the back of Sheamus's head, knocking Sheamus to the floor. Sin Cara then would pull out a beauty of a top uh, turnbuckle flying body press to the floor on Sheamus. Uh, Sin Cara would continue to hit and miss in the WWE. Also, John Morrison and Trish Stratus defeated Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero uh, for Stratus, it was her final match in the WWE for years. Yeah, WWE just did a uh, 50 Greatest Women um, countdown in, uh, on uh, their network and took a couple of uh, different parts uh, to watch the show. And Trish was actually uh, deemed the number one women uh, of WWE history. Of course, you got people like Sable in there for some unknown reason. They missed uh, Rock and Robin. Uh, they missed Sherry Martell. So, what about Bull Nicano? Bull Nicano had freaking amazing matches with Medusa. Bull was in there. She made the list. Okay. Uh, but what about Bertha Faye? I don't think Bertha made it. 
and hey, hey, if you remember, I used to make jokes back then that Bertha Faye was actually a good-looking lady. And guess what? You look at her now, she is one hell of a good-looking lady. Uh, five years ago on Raw, The Miz defeated Zack Ryder to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Also of note, Maurice would return to WWE TV after a nine-month absence. On April 5th, 39 years ago when Memphis, Andy Kaufman defeated Jerry Lawler by DQ after Lawler used a then-banned pile driver on Kaufman. Lawler wouldn't stop there and gave him a second pile driver. Kaufman had to be stretchered out of the Mid-South Coliseum. 35 years ago in Yokohama, Japan, Riki Koshu uh, defeated Stan Hansen to win the Pacific Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. 25 years ago, WWF presented WrestleMania 8, uh, Friendship Torn Apart, or the Macho Flair Affair. Uh, April 5th, 1992, the city was in Indianapolis, Indiana at the Hoosier Dome with over 62,000 people in attendance. The national anthem was sung by the beautiful Reba McIntyre. Special guests included Ray Combs of Family Feud. Uh, for the, he was the ring announcer for the eight-man tag. And the special refs, Shane McMahon, was a backstage official during the Savage Flair Brawl. Um, you can see him uh, constantly going back and forth to Elizabeth. Uh, it, it, I, I just loved it when all those officials came out, and it's like, why are you out there? You guys are absolutely useless doing nothing. Pretty and good. if you go down the card. Yeah, uh, just bring that over there. Uh, the Dark Match had the Bushwalkers. I didn't realize they were still around. Defeated the Beverly Brothers. Surprising. They were always in a feud, it seemed like. I didn't realize the Beverly's were still there. Uh, but they defeated them in the dark match. Then the main card saw Shawn Michaels with Sherry defeating Tito Santana. The Undertaker, who had Paul Barron in his corner, defeated Jake Roberts in a don't look too closely when I yeah, when he got a tombstone on the floor because he was really not even close to hitting his head. Uh, Jake wasn't. Roddy Piper uh lost his intercontinental title to Bret Hart. It was almost like uh, the Bret and uh, Steve Austin match from uh, Survivor Series in 96 uh, with the same sort of ending, the Million Dollar Dream uh, in the case of Steve Austin. This case with Piper was the uh, sleeper hold and Bret uh, walked up the uh, turnbuckles and flipped himself over, causing the uh, trap and pin and reclaimed his Intercontinental title. Bossman, Virgil, Sergeant Slaughter, and Duggan, band of misfits there, uh, defeated the Nasty Boys, Repo Man, and the Mountie. It was like leftover central eight-man tag uh, there. Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth defeated Ric Flair, uh, who had perfect in his corner to uh, take the WWE Championship. And this was a, a thing where if Savage had lost... They were supposedly going to show a uh, naked picture of Elizabeth uh, because Ric Flair said he was uh, there before Savage was, and uh, that didn't get shown, and there was a lot of bad blood there, and it was really they good. Were, they were not fair to Flair during that pay-per-view. No, but considering uh, at one point uh, where I thought it was going to be Hogan versus Flair, but because it didn't 
go over well on house shows. We never got to see that in WDE. We had to wait to WCW Halloween Havoc for that. Yes, um, and, and thank goodness that did not happen because that Flair Savage match was a beauty. Yes, a really good uh, thing there. Tatanka defeated Rick Martel, and they were feuding over a feather at that point. I even In fact, I remember when we seen Rick Martel at the Western Fair a few years ago, you asked him about that feather. Well, they were both there together. Uh, yes, that's right. So was there. I was like, you guys are all cool after uh, the whole feather incident? And they agreed they were fine. So <laughs> it was nice to see them patch things up. The Natural Disasters, yeah. Earthquake and Typhoon defeated Money, Inc. Uh, for the W Tag Team uh, Championship match, but that was by countout, so they did not get the titles. Owen Hart defeated Skinner in a singles match that was only a minute and a half long, and that was just a buffer to allow Hogan defeating Sid Justice in a really botched up uh, finish because uh, Papa Shango was supposed to come down. It was by disqualification, and Sid ended up having a kick out of the leg drop. Shango just was bad timing, and next thing you know, a very deflated Ultimate Warrior uh, came running down to help Hogan, and Hogan and... From uh, the mountain. From the mountain uh, in Indianapolis, out of nowhere made that uh, run, blew himself up at the same time, but they did Hogan Must Pose with Warrior to end the show and send people happy, and this was supposed to be Hogan's last match. Of course, he returned later on. For many years more. 22 years ago, WCW presented Monday Nitro from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, WCW unveiled their new logo, uh, which some people say looks like a, I, I thought I read a toilet seat or something. Uh, Stevie, sorry? I've heard, I've heard exploding vagina. Oh, I actually, um, I liked it for the entrance um, that they built for it that actually opened up. I thought that was a really good entrance uh, um, that they built. Uh, Stevie Ray on this defeated Brian Adams, Horace, and Vincent in a battle royal to become the leader of NWO Black and White. Uh, Booker T defeated Chris Jericho by DQ to advance to the finals of the WCW United States Championship Tournament. And Goldberg, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Hollywood Hogan, and Ric Flair fought to a no contest in a WCW World Heavyweight Championship match. 18 years ago, Paul London defeated Chance Beckett to win the ECWA Super 8 Tournament. Other participants were Frankie Kazarian, Chris Sabin, Spanky, a.k.a. Brian Kendrick, Chris Cage, Cedric Strong, and Alex Orion. 12 years ago, WWE presented WrestleMania 25 uh, with $6.9 million at the gate, more than a million dollars more than the previous WrestleMania. They would break their ticket sales record for a third consecutive year. Uh, the WrestleMania 25, of course, was the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania, April 5th, 2009. It was in Houston, Texas at the Reliant Stadium with over 72,000 people strong. National Anthem was sung by Nicole uh, Scherzinger, um, 
And the special guests, of course, were Mickey Rourke at ringside and Mae Young, who was the timekeeper for the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, musical guests, Kid Rock did the Bawa Dibdaba, <laughs> Rock and Roll Jesus, Cowboy, All Summer Long, and So Hot. Uh, the last song women came out for the 25 Battle Royal for Miss WrestleMania. And the card. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's uh, the time that uh, Kid Rock took filled a lot of things because the match times are really pathetic on this one as well, except for Sean and Taker and Triple H and Orton. Everything was less than 15 minutes. Really bad. But the uh, pre-show had the Colognes, Primo and uh, Carlito, defeating Miz and Morrison in a Lumberjack match to unify the WWE and World Tag Team titles. And uh, so the Colognes were carrying all the gold. The main show saw CM Punk uh, defeating Christian, Finley, Kane, Kofi, Mark Henry, uh, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin in a Money in Bank ladder match. Santina Morella, as we know, is Santino Morella. A dressing drag last eliminated Beth Phoenix to win Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal with Mae Young as a special guest timekeeper on that one. Chris Jericho defeated Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Ricky Steamboat, and Ric Flair. Or, sorry, Roddy Piper, who had Ric Flair in their corner. In a handicapped elimination match, this had been rumored to be Mickey Rourke against uh, Chris Jericho. But when rumors got out after uh, uh, Rourke had mentioned stuff on an award show, I believe it was, or red carpet for an award show... Things quickly got changed, and uh, his representatives pulled them, and so they had to quickly come up with a different idea because this was also, in a way, cross-promoting the movie The Wrestler that uh, Mickey Rourke had been in. And so uh, going off that theme, Chris Jericho figured he would just defeat a whole bunch of washed-up legends. And to our surprise, Ricky Steamboat put on quite the uh, match that... I didn't think he had it in him uh, anymore because that's why he had to retire due to injury. But, uh, yeah, people were chanting he still has it. And I loved Ricky Steamboat's uh, match in that. It was great. Matt Hardy defeated Jeff Hardy in an Extreme Rules match. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeated JBL uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Undertaker defeated Shawn Michaels in a singles match. And that was over a half hour um, really great match. There was that uh, unfortunate botched moment with uh, Sim Snuka involved, but everything from the entrance of Sean Undertaker, uh, one coming from heaven, one coming from hell, uh, yin yang uh, look in their appearance, the uh, different reversals, the selling uh, that happened, and all that definitely one to go back and look at, and to be also to check out. Uh, I'm going to give a plug over to Johnner's uh, Podcasting Network. Uh, John Scott and uh, George Mackay, they actually did a watch along this past Sunday. I was able to comment uh, and follow along with them. But uh, do check out that uh, podcast that they put out on this past weekend. They did a watch along, and it's uh, worth uh, finding all that uh information out on that one. Then John Cena defeated Big Show and Edge. Uh, Vicky Guerrero and uh, Chapo were 
at ringside with them uh, in a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Edge was the champion going in, but John came out of it. He actually had both on his shoulders for an AA attempt. Uh, superhuman strength on that one. And uh, Triple H defeated Randy Orton to retain the uh, WWE Championship. And if uh, Triple H had been counted out or disqualified, he would have lost the title. So that was WrestleMania 25. Excellent. 11 years ago on TNA Impact, Angelina Love wins the Knockouts Lunchbox Challenge to win the TNA Knockouts Championship. The Lunchbox yeah. Challenge lock goes box. like... Oh, Lockbox? Oh, lock okay. I'm reading, I'm reading it Lunchbox. Yeah, I noticed that in your notes, and I was going to see if you caught yourself. That's it's okay. Lunchbox oh, yeah. is probably, probably more appropriate for this TNA event. But, well, you know, uh, it makes a lot more sense now because I, what, I'm like Lunchbox. Yeah. Uh, well, folks, as you can tell, I didn't do so well in English class in, in uh, school. Uh, the Lockbox Challenge uh, went like this. Eight women, four matches, and each winner gets a lockbox. Uh, end of the tournament, all four ladies opened up the box. Uh, so, so, so eight women, and they only have four boxes. Hmm. Uh, Angelina got the grand prize, the title belt. Uh, Tara got her pet spider back. Yay. Uh, but she lost the title, and Velvet got the open contract, which she challenged Angelina to a leather and lace match, and it was non-title for some reason. Uh, of course, that just goes with TNA not making sense. And Daphne drew the striptease. I'm okay happy with that. Yeah. Happy uh, 35th birthday for Ashley Elizabeth Fleer, a.k.a. Charlotte Flair. And it's a happy 65th birthday for Paige Joseph Frankenberg, a.k.a. Diamond Dallas Page. Paige was born in Port Pleasant, New Jersey. Paige would become a star basketball player in high school. Uh, he ran a nightclub in Fort Myers, Florida, before breaking into the wrestling business at age of 32 in 1988. He began as a manager in the AWA for Bad Company, managing them to the AWA World Tag Team Championship. He would also work as a color commentator for Florida Championship Wrestling alongside Gordon Soley. His professional wrestling in-ring debut came against Dick Slater in 1989. In 1990, Page got a tryout with the WWF as an announcer, but only made a single appearance for the company, but it was a big one, driving rhythm and blues to the ring in his pink Cadillac at Skydome at WrestleMania 6. Uh, Paige would return to the club business until Dusty Rhodes came calling from WCW in early 91. Paige uh, entered WCW in 91 again as a manager for the fabulous Freebirds and the Diamond Stud. He would also do color commentating alongside Eric Bischoff for WCW's lower-tiered programming. With rumors his managing career may be coming to an end, he would train at WCW's power plant on days off, still managing his diamond mine, which included Scotty Flamingo and Benny Vegas. Vegas and Page would form a short-lived tag team in the Vegas Connection in late 92. The duo would split when Page tore his rotator cuff and Nash left for the WWF. 
Page would be fired by WCW while on the disabled list, but with the help of Jake Roberts, Page returned to WCW in 94 with his wife Kimberly, a.k.a. the Diamond Doll, and with on-screen boyfriend Max Muscle. Page would go on to win the WCW World Television Championship, winning it from Renegade. He would end up losing Kimberly and his title to Johnny B. Bad. Then the final insult was losing his job in a Loser Leaves Town match to the booty man at Uncensored. Oh, <laughs> poor bastard. Uh, Page would, however, return two months later at Slambury, winning the Battle Bowl match and the title of Lord of the Ring. However, due to replay showing his feet actually touched the floor, he would lose the right to a world title shot. Page then would be courted by his former tag partner Scott Hall and Kevin Nash to join the NWO. Uh, this is where Page picked up a lot of steam and the rest is history. Page would be voted by WCW readers of having the match of the year against Goldberg in a losing effort for the world title. Page would go on to hold the WCW World Belt three times, the TV title, U.S. title twice, and tag champ four times with Bam Bam Bigelow, Chris Canyon, and Nash twice. He also held the WWF European and tag belts with Chris Canyon and, of course, inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2017. Page also won the Frank Gotch Award from the George uh, Tragos Luthez International Wrestling Institute for his contributions to the wrestling business outside the ring, particularly in the rehabilitation of Scott Hall and Jake Roberts. Yeah, it's quite the uh, amazing story when uh, somebody at Page's age uh, found his way into wrestling uh, with those scattered uh, things of managing and commentating while doing the club scene and then eventually uh getting himself into the ring i think it was like 35 years age uh, mm -hmm. that. and so it's kind of an older age to uh, start taking bumps on a regular basis um he had that mix and match uh, looking what is wrong with this pitcher uh combination when he had max muscle and kimberly there and then when he won the lottery and started uh, progressing it he was on a good track. Um, you know, the great combination of the connection that he has with guys like Scott Hall and Jake all throughout the years with them helping him and now him helping them is uh, quite the story in itself. And I think he got put on the map, thankfully, when Savage was ready, uh, willing to do business with him. If you look at that uh, Savage uh, page feud, uh, that also involved Kimberly and Elizabeth and the Playboy spread and all this other stuff. That was when DDP actually started shining and Savage was willing to actually put him over. Uh, it's just unfortunate that when he went to WWE that he got given that stalker uh, gimmick instead of, like, I, I'm okay with DDP against Undertaker. If that's what they wanted to do, they could have done that. How they introduced him, not so good. But they also had a built-in thing where the fact is he was the people's champion of WCW. Why couldn't he have come in to go after the people's champion of the WWF or WWE, The Rock, and then make his way to The Undertaker? They could have had people's champion versus people's champion in that regard. But they didn't. He had a couple of 
lower level stints. He never made it to the heights that he did in WCW and WWE, but uh, yeah, he, you still see him occasionally on uh, AEW because he's a close family friend of uh, Cody and everybody, uh, thanks to uh, Dusty. But yeah, quite the uh, story if you look at DDP's career. Yes, and he was also seen in the, um, oh, I just lost his name, David Arquette uh, um, story that is on, I don't know if it's Netflix or one of them. He's uh, in there uh, helping him get some training from some awesome Mexicans. Yeah, April the, 6th. Sorry, go ahead. That's You Can't Kill uh, David Arquette, and it's on uh, Netflix. I actually got Louisa to watch uh, most of it. Hey, my wife watched it too. She go. actually uh, really loves David Arquette and thinks a lot about him. Uh, there's a lot more about him that's not in there, that he is a really strong individual. Uh, April 6th, 42 years ago, Abdul the Butcher defeated uh, Jumbo uh, Sutrata, or Tutsurata, I don't even know how to say that, who cares, to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Champion uh, Carnival. It would be a second time winning the tournament. He won it back in 76, becoming the first foreign-born wrestler to win the annual tournament. Stan Hansen would be the second foreign-born wrestler to win in 92. Wow, you wonder what he sees there, eh? Uh, 36 years ago, Ken Patera and Masa Sato are arrested in Waukesha, Wisconsin. After Patera threw a rock at a window outside of a McDonald's restaurant after being refused service after business hours. Officers would show up at their hotel room to question Patera when the officers were assaulted by both wrestlers. The two men were convicted a battery of a police officer and were sentenced to two years in prison. 24 years ago, WCW presented Spring Stampede. The show is best known for a Booker's slip of the tongue when he said a forbidden word. The slip would produce a funny moment and show Sherry has a beautiful smile. Look at that smile. That's uh, a great moment. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated the Ultimo Dragon. Lex Luger defeated the Giant Booker T and Stevie Ray to become the number one contender for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And Diamond Dallas Page defeated Macho Man Randy Savage, ooh yeah, dig it, in a no-DQ match. 21 years ago in Salt Lake City, William Regal defeated Bubba Ray Dudley to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. Only to lose it to Goldust, who then loses it to Raven, who then loses it back to Bubba Ray. And a lot of this uh, will continue to go on as we go through the history, especially next week. Uh, eight years ago, Shimmer Women's Athletes make its pay-per-view debut. Amazing Kong defeated Maya Yim. Shazam McKenzie and Veta Scott defeated Cherry Bomb and Kimberly. The Canadian Ninjas, uh, Nicole Matthews and Portia. Por 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 I always have trouble with that name. Portia. Portia. That's it. Portia Perez uh, defeated Kenya and or Ken, sorry, Ken, <laughs> Kenna and Lufisto and made in sin. Um, and Kelly Skater and Tomaka Nakawagwa in a four-team elimination match to retain the Shimmer Tag Team Championship. And Cheetah leader Melissa defeated Sarah Knight. 
uh, sorry, Saria Knight in a steel cage match to win the Shimmer Championship. Melissa became the first woman to win the Shimmer Championship more than once. Her championship run would last 460 days. And Saraya Knight is actually uh, Paige's mom. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, seven years ago, WWE presented WrestleMania 30 with 10.9 million in ticket sales yet again for the fifth consecutive year. Uh, they would break um, the building's entertainment event record for the building that they were at, of course. Uh the, the um, tagline for this one was, let the good times roll, and I'm not even going to try to say it in the other language that they had it in. Uh, it was April 6, 2014, in New Orleans, Louisiana, Mercedes-Benz Superdome, with over 75,000 people there. Uh, the host was Hulk Hogan, uh, and of course, he thought he was in the Silverdome, and the musical guests were Reb Theory for Orton, and Mark, Mark Kozer and the Rells for um, Ray Wyatt's entrance. Uh, the main event and all that, Sean can bring you that. Yeah, for some reason, all my pictures or this event did not, I mean, for the rest of this week, did not load up. But I did get the pictures. I don't know. But let's look at the uh, card. The pre-show had the Usos, uh, the Tag Team Champions, defeating Los Matadores, uh, Real Americans, uh, Cesaro and Jack Swagger, and Axel, which was uh, Curtis Axel and Ryback, to retain the uh, Tag Team Championships. The main show saw Dana Bryan defeat Triple H uh, in 26 minutes, and the winner was to be entered into the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match later on. Uh, so Triple H had a chance to actually, I guess, be in there Two, I thought it was uh, Dana Bryan's uh, only uh, opportunity, but it uh, looks like both of them, uh, according to the results here, uh, had a chance to uh, meet up with Randy Orton and Batista in the main event. Uh, the Shield defeated Kane in the New Age Outlaws in a six-man tag team match. Cesaro won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal by last eliminating Big Show. John Cena defeated Bray Wyatt in a singles match, which... John did not need to win. I don't know why they kept on jobbing Bray Wyatt out at WrestleMania. Hopefully that doesn't happen again this weekend. Uh, Brock Lesnar uh, defeated The Undertaker, and this uh, ended the streak at 21-1 and one, uh, now. Uh, during that match, actually, Undertaker did get concussed and does not remember the rest of the match after uh, a couple minutes into it, but still... Pulled off the rest of the match, which is amazing how these guys are able to go on autopilot and do such yes. a thing. Uh, AJ Lee defeated uh, Os uh, Oksana, Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, Cameron, Emma, Eva Marie, Layla, Naomi, Natalia, Nikki, Bella, uh, Rosa Mendes, Summer Rae, and Tamina Snuka uh, in a uh, invitation. Vicky Guerrero Invitational match for the Divas Championship. Uh, AJ won it by submission. And surprisingly, with all those women, it was only a seven-minute match. And Dana Bryan went on to defeat uh, Batista and Randy Orton to become the World Heavyweight Champion. And we saw the big confetti and him going over to uh, hug uh, Connor. And he's on the table with the going down. Quite the ending. We see that again this uh, weekend. 
Perhaps. Uh, April 7th, we're moving on to 35 years ago, WWF presented WrestleMania 2. This was the first WrestleMania to be made available to a national pay-per-view audience. This WrestleMania took place in three different major cities. Uh, of course, the tagline was the premier sporting event of the year and what the world has come to. It happened on April 7th, 1986, and it was a happening. Uh, it happened in Uniondale, New York at uh, MSG, uh, the Rosemont, Illinois Horizon, and in Los Angeles, California at the Memorial Arena with a total of just over 40,000 for all three arenas. The commentators were McMahon and Susan St. James, which was just bad, uh, New York City, uh, Monsoon in Oakland, and Kathy Lee Crosby and Ernie Ladd did Chicago, and Ventura and Lord Alfred Hayes and Elvira did the commentary in L.A. <sighs> and the ring announcers uh, got highlighted here because one of them I didn't even know was there. We have Finkel, Joan Rivers for the Mr. T match. Uh, we had uh, Chet uh, Cockpock for Chicago and Lee Marshall, who would later, of course, be in WCW and the one of the voices of Tony the Tiger. And Tommy oh, Lasorda. Yes. Uh, and Tommy Lasorda for in the main event in L.A. Uh, the referees, uh, who cares about that? Uh, the national anthem was Ray Charles, and the special timekeepers were Herb in New York, uh, Clara Peller in Chicago, and Ricky Schroeder in LA. And hey, watch Silver Spoons. The humor still stands up to today. Uh, the special refs were Dick Buckus and Ed Tutal Jones. And uh, if you'd like to go through the matches, yeah, so each card cool. had uh, four uh, events or four mm -hmm. matches at each event. So I don't know how I'd enjoy uh, seeing two thirds of the event on a big screen while the other matches took place in front of you. Excuse me. In uh, Nassau Coliseum in uh, New York, Magnificent Morocco uh, and Paul Orndor fought to a double countout. Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth uh, defeated George uh, Steele uh, for the uh, in the Intercontinental Championship match. Randy retained. Jake the Snake Roberts beat George Wells uh, in a singles match. And all I uh, imagine is hearing constantly Susan St. James constantly saying, Come on, George. Come on, George. Oh, George. I want to mute it. Yes. That's my point. Mr. T with Haiti Kid and Joe Frazier defeated. Roddy Piper, who had Bob Orton and Lou uh, Duva in his in his corner by disqualification when Piper uh, decided to stop wrestling and did a body slam on Mr. T. The Rosemont Horizon uh, card in Chicago had the fabulous Moolah defeating Velvet McIntyre for the Women's uh, Championship to retain it. Corporal Kirshner defeated uh, Nikolai Volkov in a flag match. Andre the Giant won uh, by last eliminating Brett Hitman Hart in a WWF versus NFL Battle Royal. And the British Bulldogs, who had Lou Albano and Ozzy Osbourne, defeated the Dream Team, uh, who were Beefcake and Greg Valentine, and they had Johnny Valiant in their corner to become the WWF Tag Team Champions. The Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, uh, the LA uh, card, which ended things had Ricky Steamboat 
defeating Hercules. Adrian Adonis, uh, who had Jimmy Hart in his corner, defeating Uncle Elmer. Haas and uh, Terry Funk, which was uh, actually Dory Funk and Terry Funk, uh, defeated Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana in tag team action. And the movement saw Hulk Hogan defeat King Kong Bundy by escaping the cage uh, to retain the WWF Championship. All right, and 24 years ago on Nitro from Huntsville, Alabama, the Ultimo Dragon defeated Prince Ikea to win the WCW World Television Championship. And hey, we're not done with WrestleManias. Eight years ago, number 29 happened. Uh, for this one, 52,000 tickets were sold the day that uh, the tickets were first made available and gate receipts totaling 12.3 million. It was the highest for any event in MetLife and the most in WWE history at the time. Uh, one of the matches on the show was rescheduled for Raw the next night, and that was tons of funk and the Funkadactyls uh, defeating the Rhodes Scholars and the Bella Twins. Uh, this all happened on April 7th, 2013, East Ruthf Rutherford, uh, New Jersey, at the MetLife Met Stadium, with over 80,000 people there. And the special guest was Snooky, who, of course, was in one of the matches on the card. And Sean will run down that card. Yeah, uh, The Miz defeated Wade Barrett in the pre-show to uh, gain the Intercontinental Championship. The Shield uh, defeated Big Show, Randy Orton, and Sheamus in six-man tag team action. Mark Henry defeated Ryback in a singles match. Uh, team Hell No uh, defeated Big E and Dolph to retain the WWE Tag Team Championships. Fandango defeated Chris Jericho in a stunner of a match. Uh, most people thought Jericho was going to win that one, but Fandango uh, surprised people. And then the next day... People were just singing Fandango's song. Uh, Alberto Del Rio uh, defeated Jack Swagger by submission to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Undertaker defeated CM Punk in a really great match uh, in that uh, year. Triple H with Shawn Michaels uh, in his corner defeated Brock Lesnar, who had Paul Heyman in his corner in a no holds barred match. Had Triple H lost, he would have had to retire. Uh, that was not the last time Triple H would have that sort of stipulation out of WrestleMania. And the main event saw John Cena defeating The Rock to recapture the WWE Championship. All right, eight years ago, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Invasion Attack from Tokyo, Japan. The show had uh, participation from wrestlers not associated with New Japan, including CMLL, NWA, and Freelancers. Uh, some of the matches on the card were uh, Time Splitters, Alex Shelley and uh, Kushida, uh, defeated Apollo 55, which was Prince DeWitt and uh, Ryusuke Taguchi to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team uh, Championship. After the ma match, DeWitt turned on Taguchi and aligned himself with the returning King Fail, a.k.a. Bad Luck Fail. This alliance would lead to the formation of the Bullet Club. Others on the show included Akibono, Hiroshi Tenzan, Tama Tonga, and El Terrible, uh, Togi Makabe, and uh, Tomoki Honma. 
uh, Minruo Suzuki, Rob Conway, Shinsuke uh, Nakamura, Davey Boy Smith, Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and many more. It's kind of funny. I have trouble saying Shinsuke Nakamura after saying all those other ones. Normally, I can say that one, no problem. Uh, seven years ago on Raw, Paige made her main roster debut with a 79-second win over AJ Lee to win the WWE Divas Championship. Paige would become the youngest female champion in history at age 21. Uh, Rey Mysterio would wrestle his last match for the WWE for a while, ending his 12-year run with the company. Uh, the next, uh, uh, Yeah. And on the same show, Ultimate Warrior makes his first appearance on Raw since June of 96. He would stand in the ring with a warrior mask on and channel the spirit of all the warriors and talked about how the spirit of the Ultimate Warrior will live on. It was probably one of his more uh, cohesive um, shoots or whatever you want to call it that he actually gave that made some sense. Uh, but unfortunately, the next day, of course, Warrior collapsed in a parking lot outside of a hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona, and was pronounced dead at a nearby hospital. Yeah, it's kind of weird that he almost was doing his own eulogy at that time. As if you look at a couple of days earlier, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame. There's a whole thing. Um, I'm not sure if it's on uh, the network, but there's definitely a DVD that was made about it. And he's backstage uh, reuniting with all these different people, including Hogan and Vince and... Just the atmosphere that he was in, he seemed to be in a really better place uh, and all that. And the next thing you know, then he is uh, coming out the on Raw, and he said that speech that he did and everything going on, and some of the words that were said about your, your warrior spirit will live on and will never die and everything, uh, yeah, just kind of chilling. And then you find out less than 24 hours later, he passed away with a heart attack. I'm like, did he know something was wrong? And this was sort of his swan, uh, swan, yes. swan song? Yes, it's a fine example of foreshadowing. Yeah, so weird. Uh, five years ago, Robert DeRoy Wyndham, best known to wrestling fans as Blackjack Mulligan, died. Uh, he was 73. And wrapping everything up, April 8th, 31 years ago, the American Wrestling Association presented Super Clash 4 from Minnesota. This would be the last major event for the AWA as they were going through hard times uh, Super Clash 4 would be the final major event for the AWA as they would shut down production of their weekly TV show and would file for bankruptcy the following year. There is no footage of the show as no cameras were present. Uh, probably couldn't Wrong. afford them at the time. Wrong. Really? There is it actually footage exist. of this? It does exist on the WDE network. I, oh, that's how I okay, got so these. it's there now. Okay. I got these photos on uh, from there. And uh, did some screenshots to make up this collage that we see here. And all right, uh, yeah. I, might, I might watch some of that then tonight. It's not the greatest uh, as far as camera work goes, right? Because it's uh, there is a uh, 
hard camera you can definitely have on there and you can tell some of the lighting isn't the greatest but uh i believe there is a handheld down there as well but yeah to see some of the people who are in it the like the destruction crew they took on um uh Dale wilkes or the patriot sorry the trooper who became the patriot in wde uh, and all his tag team partner was Paul Diamond, who was Cato in WD. You got uh, the one match with um, was it John Nord, who became uh, the Berserker, taking on Coquinas Maximus, which is Yokozuna. Like some of the guys that you see coming, uh, the Destruction Crew, they were uh, uh, the Beverly Brothers, and then you have. Uh, Backstage, Larry Zabisco being interviewed by Tony Schiavone, who is uh, going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this, uh, well, actually last night. He got uh, Tony Schiavone? No. Don't uh, you mean? Eric Bischoff. Oh, right. I was going to say, wow, they're inducting him? That's nice. Yeah, uh, got inducted on Tuesday. And, uh, yes. Yeah. So... Well, that's good uh, that the, the relationship is still there. Uh, 26 years ago in Philly, Eddie Guerrero defeated Two Gold Scorpio to win the ECW World Television Championship. Also on the show's main event, Public Enemy, Flyboy, Rocco Rock, and Johnny Grunge defeated Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko and Rick Steiner and the Tasmaniac in a three-way dance to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. 25 years ago, a forklift was needed on Raw to remove an injured Yokozuna from the ring area. Yoko couldn't move under his own power after Vader, Vader bombed Zuna's leg. 19 years ago on Raw from Arizona, Spike Dudley defeated William Regal in just three seconds to win the WWF European Championship. Oh, poor Yoko. Look how big he was then. Yeah. Uh, 18 years ago at a... Um, uh, uh, SmackDown taping in Chicago, Rowdy Piper returns for the um, to the WWF for the first Piper's Pit since WrestleMania 5. Vince McMahon would be his guest. They would be interrupted by Rikishi and a revenge payback coconut stemming from the 1984 incident with Jimmy Snuka. However, Sean O'Hare attacked Rikishi and Piper hit Rikishi with the coconut. Eight years ago on Raw, Wade Barrett reclaimed the IC belt from The Miz in a rematch from WrestleMania 29 pre-show. Also on the show had Alberto De Rio defeat Jack Swagger by submission to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. However, Dolph Ziggler would cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase and defeated Del Rio to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And that is it for this week in wrestling history. It is, of course, compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, uh, sites like, like cagesideseats.com, and most importantly, from fans and journalists that had front row seats to history. Yeah, well, thank you once again for compiling all that. Uh, it's always nice to go through a trip down memory lane and uh, see what all uh, happened uh, during certain events. Uh, so uh, it's always uh, a good time to uh, see that. And sometimes you learn from history and sometimes uh, you are doomed to repeat it. 
Uh, but yeah, I just want to thank you for taking us down that. I want to remind people that they have uh, Saturday that they can uh, join us in time for WrestleMania to be a part of the Scumbags Prediction League. Uh, it's presented by Cool Bets. It's a two-tier play uh, system. Bring that back up. I don't quite left. Two-tier uh, play system, and uh, you can uh, pay for twenty-five dollars uh, and be eligible for the championship belt, which arrived at my house today. We're going to do a uh, reveal later on, and you can also do the fun part, which is for free, and just uh, do it in hopes of winning. Uh, t-shirts and other merchandise from Scumbags Wrestling. The scoring is 10 points for a win, 5 for a no contest, and 0 points for a loss. All the details are available at scumbags.ca, our website, and there's bonus points available. It, you're already watching uh, wrestling, so let's uh, have some fun, meet some other people, have some bragging rights, and once again, it's brought to you by Cool Bets. Stay cool, bet responsibly. Jonesy, do you have anything you want to plug before uh, we get out of here? Uh, not in particularly. Uh, just um, we're about we're getting close to halfway through um, the history uh, for a whole year. Uh, I'm glad we're pretty much done the WrestleManias now because uh, that just takes up a lot of time and uh, all the matches and everything that's happened. It's it's crazy that there's been that many wrestlemanias um i remember the earlier ones when the day after school so yeah, the day after uh wrestlemania at school that's what all the boys were talking about uh and um uh in fact i believe the lights went out at wrestlemania 3 at the london gardens and they had to re-show it a night or two later if i remember Interesting. So yeah, I unfortunately was not heavily in, uh, enough into wrestling at the time, so I missed out on that. I had friends who went to school uh, and did make the trip to uh, WrestleMania and kind of it's envious as a uh, kid at that point. But uh, yeah, uh, definitely a lot of good history. We are uh, doing a special... Um, Fantasy Warfare Tournament that will be on Saturday at noon. Uh, you can see that I did that with a member of uh, Johnner's Podcasting Network, uh, Kieran, and also with uh, Matthew from the Ontario Independent uh, Wrestling uh, Podcast Network. We uh, took uh, down the greatest main event. And so uh, collaboration uh, there we did. You'll be able to see that on uh, Saturday. Before WrestleMania, uh, let us know what you're doing on that one. Tune in Tuesday nights, sorry, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. for our regular Fantasy Warfare tournaments with uh, Jonesy and Steven. And we'll have uh, all new topics, not WrestleMania involvement, uh, starting next week. And we'll see uh, what we uh, come up with uh, at that time. I'm thinking something maybe along the lines of uh, tag teams. Uh, we haven't done anything involving tag teams for a bit, so uh, that'll be uh, nice to uh, do. And, of course, you can catch us uh, usually for our Scumbags Wrestling regular podcast uh, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Not sure how uh, everything's going to work this week because of all the uh, WrestleMania stuff, 
but uh, we're definitely going to be on top of all the uh, events throughout the uh, time of WrestleMania and just uh, keep an eye out for what happens this week. So anything else uh, until we check out of here? Can we get a sneak peek of that belt? I'm going to do just a, a little uh, piece, like, uh, 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 just the end of the the belt, you know, a little bit. Still in How the, about box. the little belt? Do you have the little belt that you got made? Yes, I have the little belt that got made. Uh, we will talk uh, in just a couple minutes off air, um, but yeah. So I want to wish you guys all a great week, and we'll see you next time uh, for this week in history. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. Relive title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network.